0: He is risen, just as he said. If you would like to turn with me to our scripture this morning, we're looking at the resurrection chapter. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we have a classic resurrection chapter. At some point, I encourage you today to read the whole chapter. But this morning, I'm just reading verses 1 through 20. In your pew Bibles, it's on page number 1789, 1789, in your pew Bibles, if you want to turn to it there, as I read from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Now, brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, And on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel, you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preach to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than five hundred of the brothers at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, And last of all, he appeared to me as one abnormally born. For I am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am and his grace to me is not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Whether then it was I or they, this is what we preach, and this is what you have believed. But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. May God add to this reading of His holy word, His inspiration. Easter, a power explosion. We live in a nuclear age. And most of us pay little attention to a potential nuclear threat until at least recently when Russia invaded Ukraine. All of this threat brought up memories of when I was young, in the 50s and 60s, bomb shelters, air raids, students crouching underneath desks. Some of you may remember that. Our family used to live in Salem County, actually in the shadow of Salem's power plant cooling towers on Artificial Island, Hobe Creek, and Salem Power Plant. Generally, it was business as usual, ignoring the threat of a nuclear accident until we were driving down through lower Alloways Creek, closer and closer, you you'd see signs of warning if the alarm goes off. I always figured that there wasn't any use if the alarm went off and if there was an accident. The fallout of turbine core meltdown, perhaps you remember the days of Three Mile Island, or remember Chernobyl, perhaps even saw the movie China Syndrome, there is an analogy of this explosion of power in Easter. And yet a total contrast as well. No accident, Easter was and is a power explosion that reverberates down to today. A power pulse felt literally around the world. A divine dynamic that reverberated down through two millennia. Easter is a supernatural miracle. No accident. This spectacular energy resource for weary-worn Christian believers comes to us today. Exhausted, oftentimes, by the presses and stresses of living in the 21st century. Especially relevant for those of us that have been living these last two and a half years with the COVID pandemic fatigue syndrome, right? you felt that. So have I. Yet this resurrection power is for all who believe in Christ then to now, We have a whole new existence in the life of our risen Christ. We have renewed energy through the power of the living Christ. And we have a whole new set of expectations through the hope of His resurrection. So let's think about this. I've told you what I'm going to say, now I'll say it, and then I'll tell you again what I said, but... Think about this, new existence through the life of Christ, renewed energy through the power of Christ, and new expectations through the hope of the resurrection. This unshakable hope is the promise of God that we can build our lives upon. This week's promise, as we have been doing a study for seven weeks on the precious great precious promises of God's word. God gives us promises in his word that are unshakable for our hope. And this week's chapter is in Max Lucato's book, The Temporary Tomb, that testifies to the truth of this passage, of this promise in the 1 Corinthians 15, later on in the chapter, verse 54, death has been swallowed up in victory. Let's say that together. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Again, death has been swallowed up in victory. That's a promise to live on. Through the power of the living Christ. Easter means a whole new existence through the life of Christ. Easter means new life for you and me, his transforming, changing power for all who believe from the inside out. Consider Jesus' disciples, Peter, James, John, Andrew, Thomas, a motley crew if ever there was, cowering, cringing disciples in despair after the crucifixion, yet Metamorphed, transformed into a courageous band of miracle-working, faithful, victorious followers of Christ who changed the world with the message of the gospel. Look at another apostle, Saul, now Paul, who has written this chapter. Then, hating, hunting hurting Christian believers with prison and even death. And now he writes, as I read in verse 9, I am the least of the apostles, not even worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church. Yet with one glorious roadside encounter on the Damascus Road, his life did a 180, turned And was transformed. And he says, by the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace is not without effect. We can all say that. By the grace of God, I am what we are what we are. And his grace is not without effect. Do you know that this morning? Saul, now St. Paul, perfect for St. Paul's church. A tireless, fearless, victorious soldier of the Savior. Saul, now St. Paul, undaunted, indefatigable, ambassador for Christ, missionary to the Gentiles. Yes, like all of us, sinners deserving death and God's judgment for all that we have done, the wages of sin is death, the Bible said. But the gift of God is eternal life, salvation in Jesus Christ, eternal life, a new birth, like being born again, a brand new existence, a fresh start, brand new beginning. No one, including Saul, Paul, including each one of us, is too bad to be changed by God's grace. None of us is beyond the transforming power of God's grace. No one is too hateful, too haughty, too hurtful. No one is too antagonistic, too avaricious, too adversarious. I don't know if that's really a word or not, but I like it. None of us is too unholy... Or ungodly to be granted new life through the power of the risen Christ in his resurrection. None is exempt from the offer of a whole new existence through the life of Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit given through his grace, amazing grace. Ask the Apostle Paul, he'll tell you. Easter assures it that this promise is ours. Easter means a whole new existence through the life of our risen Savior. And Easter promises renewed energy through the power of the living Christ. Renewed energy. I don't know about you, but many of you are probably already tired this morning. It's Easter. We made it up. The kids are up. Candy's out, they ate most of it, and they are exhausting us already, we're tired, I made it to church almost on time, I'm tired. It happens. Renewed energy, I need that. I'm always intrigued by the creativity of competing commercials. For example, batteries, Duracell, Ener- Energizer, Ever Ready, I just love that little pink bunny with the bass drum, sunglasses. Not the Easter bunny, don't get them confused. Easter is an infusion of energized believers into the world to heal the hurts of broken hearts, to fill empty hearts with the fountains of living waters of love flowing from deep within through the Holy Spirit to transform troubled minds with promised peace that passes all understanding. Easter is an explosion of resurrection power and energy, supernatural and spiritual, to break the bondage of sin and death, our own self-entangled sinful addictions, to set free those who were enslaved by self-destructive behaviors and lifestyles. To release those held captive, ensnared and bound by alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, rage, workaholism, eating, gossip, greed, Hope I didn't offend anybody. Jesus gives his power to release and free us. Jesus' death and resurrection unleashes God's power. Not only canceled the penalty of guilt for sin in us, but also destroyed the power, the grip of sin over us. By resurrection power... We can be turned from victims to victors. By resurrection power, we can be turned from losers to winners. Praise God. Amen? Amen. Easter means renewed energy to weary-worn Christian believers by the power of the living Christ. And one more, Easter means a set of new expectations through the hope of the resurrected Christ. You have hope today. Many, perhaps all of us, have had hopes dashed, dreams broken, expectations exploded. Perhaps even this week, perhaps even this week, some of you have said or have heard it said, this kid is hopeless. This situation is beyond hope. My life is meaningless. I may as well give it up. I can't see any hope for this marriage. Where is the hope in this? But Jesus dropping in on his disciples that Easter day turned the expectation of despair and death as they were locked in that upper room turned it to exaltation and hope. We sing, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because he lives, he holds the future. And life is worth the living just because he lives, because Christ lives. Our despair is turned into hope. Our gloom is transformed into joy. Our tragedy is transformed into triumph. Because Christ lives, even the threat of death itself has been replaced by blessed assurance of eternal life in our Savior, Jesus Christ. For death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O grave, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. By this hope, this power, this life. But it doesn't belong to everyone. It's offered to all, yes. But not all receive this gift of hope, power, and life. Only those willing to admit their need repent of their sin, confess their sin, and put their faith and trust in the Savior, Jesus Christ. Only those who believe and receive Christ can have this hope, this power, this life. I hope and pray that you have this life in you, this hope in you, this power in you. Easter means the stone has been rolled away, the tomb is open. Take away the stone called hindrances to your faith. Open your heart to receive his life. Power. Hope. The punchline of this great chapter. The end of the chapter, verse 58 says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, I'll add sisters, stand firm, let nothing move you, Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know your labor in the Lord is not in vain. This Easter, let us find energy when tapped out by this world's trials. Let us find hope. Let us live in the life of our risen Lord. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for this great and glorious hope. We thank you for this celebration that we can give you praise and crown you and throne you in our lives as our living Lord, King of kings, Lord of lords. Come, rule and reign in our hearts, in our church, in our families, in our homes, as you are Lord, Lord of all, to the glory of God the Father, now and forever. Amen.